This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, the phone number to reach us is 312-332-3776. It's a... do people call this Thanksgiving Day Eve? Just Thanksgiving Eve, I think. Thanksgiving Eve? I don't like when people call it Blackout Wednesday. I don't like that. Why? Because it just, if you're going to blackout on Wednesday, you're going to miss Thursday. And that's the point of the week is I Thursday. don't think it has to be literal. No, I know, but I just don't like calling it that. We used to call it Hell Wednesday, but Tyler hasn't heard it. Did you ever call it Hell no. Wednesday? Mm-mm. Was there ever a Hell Wednesday? I don't know. No one ever called it Hell Wednesday? Uh, am I am I making that up? No, I, I had heard it before, Sylvie, but not because the bars would always be hell. Like it would, or just it was the bar. It used to be one of the. I don't know if it still is. Uh, if you're younger and you head out to the bars, back in the day, it used to be one of the great bar. I think it holidays still is one on of the Wednesday great. Night. Yes, one of the great. Like go out and go bar hopping. I think it is one of the still considered one. Oh of the yeah, greatest. no, it definitely is because especially too, you have any. For anyone who's college age, their home, you know, a lot of people uh, reconnecting yeah. with some high school friends. And yeah, so those were always the best. You're back and you're going out, you know, to all the bars. Yeah. And then you get to go home and, you know, pass when out. You'd mm-hmm. go to the local bar if you lived out of town and you'd go back to that local bar and you'd see all the, the former crushes you used to have on. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd reminisce with them and you'd get drunk, right? Isn't, weren't there a few movies made about that? Yes, oh, I think more than a few. More than yeah. a few, yeah. And then you stumble out of bed just in time to maybe catch kickoff of the Lions game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so three one two three three two three seven seven six. Best and worst th- worst things about Thanksgiving. If you want to talk Bears, a lot of Justin Fields stuff today. You know, earlier in the week we talked a lot about Matt Eberflus and uh, just the the colossal choke that was. And mm-hmm. uh, I wrote a column today for Shaw Media. Uh, it's an obvious take. But I really tried to 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 lay it out on how it, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. He just he's got to go, and how Ryan Poles really has to figure out who his next guy has to be, and he can't make that same mistake. Like a lot of people say, well, that was a McCaskey pick or it was a Polian pick. From what I've understood, Dion is that the committee recommended Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, Polian and the committee, rec- I think it was Pol. The committee recommended Dan Quinn. Polian and one of the management, whether it was Ted or George, wanted Jim Caldwell mm-hmm. because of the connection that, yeah. with uh, the Colts. And Eberflus um, was connected to Poles because of his agent. Mm-hmm. They're both Trace Armstrong guys. And it did go down to Ryan Poles selecting Matt Eberflus on his own. He went against, mm-hmm. which I would advise. I would want the general manager. Yeah. I didn't want Ernie Accorsi telling Ryan Pace to just go with, um, what's his name, uh, Waddle's guy. Why can't? Why am I not? Pill- Foxy. John Fox. Fox. Yeah. He, go with John Fox. We're going to arrange this. No, I want Ryan Pace to hire his mm-hmm. his guy. So I was, I was happy that when I did research and the Bears blog had this first, too, and I've since confirmed it that this it was this was a, a Ryan Poles decision. I'm glad that he made the choice, mm-hmm. but I'm upset obviously now that he made the wrong choice. Right, right. And who knows? 
do they circle back to Dan Quinn? Did they know that he was coming in to coach a team that they were tearing down? Like, was that kind of, was that part of the process? Was that they were going to bring him in and strip this roster down and he was just going to be that guide and that band-aid to kind of guide them through the crazy and the disaster and get them to a, a, a foundation? It's a good question because... The only thing I would say to you, Dion, is you only get you, – you're not promised a second coach. Right. As a, first, as a rookie, young general manager. And if your coach that you hire goes on to be the worst coach in Bears history mm-hmm. because you're, you're rebuilding and because you think it's going to be bumpy, and then he accentuates that by being a bad coach on top of that, now could Kevin Warren – like, this is going to be – the million-dollar question is, does Kevin Warren come out after mm-hmm. taking all these notes and after observing at the end of the season, does he come out swinging and does he say, I'm knocking it all down again and I'm going to build it back up with me hiring everybody? Right. Or does he believe in polls and give him the second swing at the coach, but this time with his guidance in the hiring process? Because remember, like um, Meller was saying, too, he was watching the Miami Dolphins in-season um, uh, hard, hard knocks. knocks. Yeah. And, and I've never watched in-season hard knocks because – and I love hard knocks, but I, I get football during the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm footballed mm-hmm. out. I don't need – I'm streaming regular shows during the week to get away from football. But this is a coach in McDaniel that was available mm-hmm. when Eberflus was available. And I don't believe they even brought McDaniel in. From what we've heard, No. He wasn't even wasn't even on the radar. He wasn't a, a a guy that they interviewed. Right. So when when Kevin Warren goes out to look for his next coach, whether it's with polls or a new GM, are they going to bring in the best of the best? Are they just going to cross off Harbaugh because he was involved in this, or are they really going to sit him down and say, "What can you do for us, Jim?" Are they going to bring in the best of the best and line him up? and pick from the best, or are they going to just do the nice boys like they usually do that the McCaskies like and the would, cheap ones? Didn't they bring in Kevin Warren because they wanted different? Isn't that I, I what they? So. Isn't that the whole point? Is that it was time to change that that consistent leadership that they had for so long? It was time to bring in a new voice and somebody new who was going to come in and, and do the work of why is this not working? And why do we, why do we continue to be this, have this culture of losing again and again and not, not turning the corner and then making those changes? I think that's why he is doing all the interviews, why he took the time to get to know each person and wondering, like, what would you do to change this place and how? So I do think he comes out and says we're going to make some changes. I think polls putting together that deal and getting Montez Sweat, as we've talked about on the pregame, was a vote of confidence for him that they're allowing him to do that and they want him to stick around. I hope you're right. Like I, I uh, to the point about that they got Kevin Warren to do different. Mm-hmm. That he won't be. Well, you know, I'm just in the background. Right. That I'm just going to build the stadium, and it's really that's not my position. Mm-hmm. With what Albert Breer reported, that he wants to be more. I, like I want. I want to hear at the end of the season. Boy, when I got here, I knew this was going to be a process. But I was really disturbed by how far behind we are. Yes. And 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 we really need internal changes. Tell tell us, Kevin Warren, that what 
we see on the outside as media members, yes, we're somewhat on the inside, but even what fans are seeing on the outside that we're not the crazy ones. Like, tell us that you see it too, right? Like, that's what we want to hear. We're not the crazy ones. And too often they don't want to admit that they're seeing what we see. Right. Too often they don't want to admit that. It's not that they may not see it. It's that they're in denial. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We knew before they knew, or they may have known, and they were just in denial, we knew that Pace and mm-hmm. Nagy weren't long for the job. Yes, yes. We knew that, and, and we said, why are you bringing them back? I know. Ryan and Matt are football guys. And we said, no, I mean, why are you bringing them back? And, and they said, we got, they're, they're good at what they do, or, but we said, you're making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then what'd they do? They fired them a year later. I know. And then they, then, then they lost a year. I'll never forget that. That, oh gosh, club dub situation after a win. And they put out the video and Nagy's trying so hard to rally the troops. And I was like, he's lost them. You could tell. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it felt phony and forced. None of none of it felt organic like it did in 2018, right? And that's the other thing. Like, it, it, yeah, that they had a successful year in 2018. But then you have to evolve. You have to evolve with it, with your group, with what the team looks like, with how they're making changes. And you have to make sure that we're not just doing more of the same. And this has just felt like more of the same. Yeah. So Dion's in for Waddle today. If you want to talk some bears with us, whether it's about Eberflus, whether it's about Fields, whether it's about Thanksgiving, anybody you want to call out on Thanksgiving, or like what, what's your favorite thing, what's your least favorite thing? Uh, about Thanksgiving, a person, uh, a dish, uh, a tradition, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, and then w- really quick on what was your report on what you thought saw from Justin today? He was at first a little bit reserved, got a little more start. I felt like was a little bit more um, open and transparent as the press conference went on. And then, of course, really lit up when he was asked about the game this weekend between Ohio State and Michigan. That was when it felt like he was smiling and laughing and being personable. I thought he was good today. Yeah, he was good today. I I, I thought he was very open, Mm -hmm. more open than normal. Yeah, he was. But he he knows. He saw the tape. He had his best game of the season. So So it gives you a good reason to go up there with a little bit of confidence. I thought Eberflus was also a little bit more normal today. Normal's the wrong word. That was the wrong word. I love that. Oh, I've I worked love. too many days in a row. He was I don't just know. what's up yours. <laughs> he was a little more loose today. That will that will loose never not be fight. That line will never not be fight. Never. I don't know what's up yours. <laughs> it was good. It was the one human it was moment. So good. It was, it was the so one good. human moment. Chris in Tampa, you're on with uh, oh, Sylvie and Dion. What's on your mind, Chris? Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and all. Happy um, you too. I, I honestly believe the best path for the Bears would to retain Fields at quarterback. He is finally getting some solid offensive line stability. They have been through so many different offensive line combinations in his three years here. If you look, and I'm not comparing him to anybody, but if you look how Peyton Manning and how Troy Aikman started out, their offensive lines were new and they were all learning. Their first three years were not stellar by any means. When he got the stability, then they excelled. And I think the same thing can happen with Justin Fields. Draft Harrison, draft Alt, and then we don't have a second rounder. In the third round, you draft a center and then excel from there. I think this team will do very good with him. You cannot say Stroud would be good with the Bears, considering how horrific our offensive line is. 
it may be a different path, and then they go look at what we did. Thanks for taking my call. I'm pretty passionate about this, Chris. I don't think the line... The line hasn't been great all year, but I don't believe a lot of the sacks has, have been um, because of the line. I, I always bring up the Bajent stat. Mm-hmm. Bajent is not better. Bajent is not more talented. Bajent had four sacks. He was sacked four times in four starts. Um, he got the ball out quick. He read the play, and he would get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, Braxton Jones was out when he played. Nate Davis was out when he played. It wasn't like things were calm when Bajent was there. I believe that Justin Fields has run himself into lots of sacks. Mm-hmm. Those not, this was a good step. Though No sacks this past week. He has got to do better. We have got to stop making excuses all the time for Justin. Justin doesn't do well because of the line. Justin doesn't do well because of Getsy. Justin doesn't do well because of the receivers. It's time for Justin to do well because of Justin. Mm. And we saw that last week. We did. We saw they did not win, but the Bears and Justin did well because of Justin. Mm-hmm. He missed the throw to DJ. What did he do? He picked himself up and he hit DJ Moore. He hit Tyler Scott. He didn't finish it. But we remember mm-hmm. that throw was there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you think. I, I agree it. with you. Like he, the way that he played, the way he came into that game, it, he can say all he wants that he doesn't feel pressure. He's just out there to try to win games. There, he knows that he's being evaluated over these last se- six, seven games. He knows that. He's fully aware, and he comes back from this injury, having watched us all go bonkers over Ty- Tyson Bajan, and now he comes in and he's like, I, I. I know I feel good. I know what I need to do. And I, and I learned from this and, and he proved that. I, I think he proved a lot on Sunday. He wasn't the reason that they lost. It was not his fault. And he should feel good about that. And Stroud played on a team that at one time last year was one twelve and one mm-hmm. and Miller or Tyler. I don't know if you guys can look this up check because I know early in the year, I don't know if there's a way you can look this up quick. Maybe you can Kevin, if there's a way you can see how many different offensive line combinations Houston has had this year, it's not like he's had things with the wind at his back. Mm-hmm. Again, the guys uh, a lot of times raise the level by themselves or with help, certainly, mm-hmm. but they don't let the other stuff bring them down. Um, Reggie uh, in Richmond, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Reggie? Good to you all. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi. To you, Happy too. Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm a Fields fanatic. I hope he stays here. Okay, tell me why. Because you all don't give him a chance. All y'all do is talk about the negative stuff about him. I was glad he told you all he don't care what you all think. <laughs> tell me more, Reggie. Uh, and he, he has play, he plays hard out every game. How long and have you been talking about all the losses he got? It ain't only him; it's a team game. It's okay, Reggie. How long have you been a Bears fan? Since '75. That's it. Since '75. Yeah. Were you a fan of another team before that? No. How old are you? Oh. I'm 57 years old. Okay. All right. I thought you were older. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) 
You playing marbles? What are you doing? No, that we're, that's our wheel. Oh, that's our wheel. That's our wheel. We brought it back, yeah. I just assumed Reggie went back to the Cardinals, Sylvie. I assumed when you asked him that question. Me too. Didn't you? I yes. thought Reggie was 90. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought Reggie was 90. He told oh, Did Justin tell us that, like, again, like, in Pete and Derek... Again, people who think that I don't like Justin. I like Justin. I like Justin, too. I want Justin to thrive. I want him to be the quarterback. I really do. I want to. I just. I want to have success. Yes. I also would like to see them win more than they lose. Just please. Uh, Tim in Mount Prospect. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tim? Hey, hey, uh, Sylvia. Hey, Dion. Happy Thanksgiving. You, too. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I just, you know, if you go back several weeks, I think maybe when the running back coach got let go and, um, you know, Poles was out there giving his press conference and he, he was very passionate with Eberflus, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, that guy comes in, he's the first one in, he's really trying to drive this culture. Um, you, you almost, I mean, my interpretation of that was almost that, you know, Poles knew at the end of the season he's going to have to make a hard decision, but he's still trying to give Eberflus some credit and saying he's a good dude, he really likes working with them. Um, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I, that just resonates with me. I, I keep thinking about that, that um, or maybe that's just the way Poles is, but it, it just felt like, you know, he was trying to, you know, just make sure he took care of that guy. I totally agree. I went back and listened to that soundbite just yesterday. Oh, and you did? I wow. did because I was Slow asking. Day, huh? <laughs> I was and asked. You're always busy. Listen, let me defend myself. <laughs> I don't go back and watch Old Bears YouTube press conferences, but um, I was asked what I thought about Iberflus's future with the team. And I wanted to go back and listen to what he said because I felt at the time, and I agreed yesterday, he went out of his way to praise him and the way he has guided them through that. But the phrase missing from that entire discussion was this is a results-based business and we are not seeing the results which is exactly what i think he will say in january that's so i think he went out of his way to to praise him in this moment but i believe that in the end it's it's going to come down to the fact that you have not won a division game and there are six games left in your second season yeah i I, it scared me um this last game um, it didn't make me feel better because I was really pissed off about this game. Yeah. But again, I don't know how Ryan Poles, no matter how much he believes in him, if he stays, could keep someone who's blowing historic games like right. that. Right. That, again, don't tell us that we're watching something different than you are. Yeah. Please. So, so true. Please. DJ and Aurora, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, DJ? Hey, DJ. Not too much. Not too much. How are you guys doing? Happy holidays. You Happy too. Happy holidays. So... I got a couple of things. My my worst thing for Thanksgiving is that cranberry sauce that can come out of the oh. can. I, I I don't know how people can eat that. I don't. I'm not like I then, sort of steer clear from it. Like I, I don't love hate cranberry it. sauce. I don't like. I agree. I don't like the the jellied cranberry that comes out of the can with like the ripples of the can in it. I like fresh cranberry sauce. I make a really good one. Oh, I could you? sway you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's delicious. Do you think you would and enjoy Dion's cranberry sauce? I would. I. I'm, I'm, I would like to try. I'd try. I'd try new things. You know, I'm learning. No, if then, like like if this was someone like Tyler who offered you his cranberry sauce, would you take the same approach? The same open-minded approach. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to try it. Okay. Thank right, you. Good. You're ready to evolve. Yep. We appreciate it. And then, and then what's what's the best thing? My best thing is it's kind of like a tie, but I love sourdough bread, so I make a sourdough dressing or stuffing. Ooh, that sounds good. 
And then what are your thoughts on a White Castle stuffing? I've, I've heard people do this. So explain this. Uh, I've heard about this. So the first time I did it, I was a little skeptical, but I love a slider, so I'd try it. So you basically just go get a six-pack of sliders, no pickles. You dice it up, and this is how you make regular stuffing with the steak and broth, the celery, stuff like that. And you cook it, and you, and you just bake it. But huh. flatter version. Does it give you the poops? <laughs> um, not that I remember. Okay, well, that's good. Because <laughs> so White Castle good. tended to do that to me too, but a lot of things. I've too. never eaten White Castle. You've never had a White Castle. I have not. It's a Chicago uh, staple. Yeah. Like when yeah. you cover a Cubs game on your way back to the Kennedy, you need after a night game for your drive home get some sliders. Just get home quick, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. Yeah. It, back in the day, like what? Like there was nothing like it. Really? I, I haven't had it There's in a long, long time. There's still nothing like it, to be honest with you, Sylvie. <laughs> How many? Like we were talking about Boston Market earlier. Courtney had a great Boston Market rant. Oh, did you ever have Boston Market? I've had Boston Market, but yeah. you didn't love that either. No, it wasn't like interrupt oh. your day, go out of your way to get it. But Courtney is very upset when I asked her what she is mad about Thanksgiving. It got her thinking about how she can't have Thanksgiving food from Boston Market year round. That she's mad that Boston Market That they are trying to, I got you. And and I used to go to Boston Market a lot, too. The mm-hmm. sides, the mac and cheese, the cornbread, um, the half chicken I would take home. Isn't it like KFC? No, uh-uh, nothing like it. Wait a minute, yeah, what are you talking about? I thought yeah. you had it, you've tasted it, Dion. I have, but it just you, reminds me of... Lying, yeah, you, you sound <laughs> like someone yeah. who's never had Boston Market yeah. Do you know life. how long it's been since I've had Boston Market? You, like, easily you know, you know, 12 know. years. Sounds like never, the way you <laughs> describe it. Stop yelling at me, I'm just saying. <laughs> All the sides, the mashed potatoes and stuff, you know, that reminds ever, me a lot. Okay, that does Sylvie. look a little bit more appetizing than KFC, you're right. Thank KFC you, is great, though, too. Like You know what, this was, I think we just had a version. Do you remember in 40-year-old version when Steve Carell is trying to describe oh, what, yeah. what touching yeah. a woman's breast feels yeah, like? Sam. That's what Dion Sam, just right. did when Sam. she's like, oh. She put you, Dion just told yes. us it's that like the Boston you market guys. is like sand. No, I did not say that. Yes, <laughs> you, you, did the, you did that version of it. Yes, you did. Yeah. Is it like a Big Mac? No, Dion, it's not like a Big Mac. It's nothing like a Big Mac. Oh, my god. The gosh. sides are not like the French fries at McDonald's. No, I just... Oh my god, like I'm a big bag of sand, Dion. Okay, so Courtney's mad that she can't get Boston Market anymore? Year-round, yes. Okay. Yeah, because it, it was... Because it was, you could get, like, a quarter of a chicken with, like, two sides. You could get three sides. You could get the half chicken. You could get four sides. And, and then, didn't they have a dessert, too, there, too? I'm trying to think. I'm sure they did. I don't recall. It was just the sides. Massive amounts of sides. <laughs> it was so good. And Some you would... people say that the sides are better than the turkey on Thanksgiving. I don't agree. No. I love the I turkey. Love, I love turkey, too. I love the turkey. But yeah. I, lo- I love, they asked us uh, for one of our social things, what are the worst foods on Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are no bad foods I don't think so either. I'm not. I, I am not one of these guys who says, oh, this sucks and this sucks. Like, I'm a f- equal fatty. I am, <laughs> you give me the cornbread, you give me the mac and cheese, you give me some of the stuff, too, that aren't traditional Thanksgiving food, and I'll, I'll put that on my plate. Just pile it up on my plate, and I eat. I go to town. I work out hard on 
uh, third tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I'll drink Same. tonight. Work out hard tomorrow morning. I'm gonna eat like crazy. I'm gonna finish it off with pecan pie, and I'm gonna have enough turkey left over to have some at about nine yes. o'clock tomorrow night. And That's I'm the gonna fun. go to bed bloated. Yes, it's awesome. It's the best day. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, one of my, it's my favorite day of the year. Well, it is. There's no pressure. I love Thanksgiving. It's such a great holiday. No pressure. It's, it's pressure packed. How is it pressure packed? What if the food doesn't deliver? Well. What if you What if you whip up a bad meal? There's a lot of pressure. When have you ever known me to not whip up a, a good meal? Oh, Although really? I'm not cooking tomorrow, so. So it's, it's a my lot of brother pressure on wherever you're going. Hey, you're right, I guess. But I don't feel the, the same pressure as like. The holidays, the rush, rush, rush to get to Christmas right. or whatever. Like, oh, right. Jimmy Kimmel. That to, I want to stresses share, me out. I want to share you a line that I heard Jimmy Kimmel say recently mm-hmm. about Thanksgiving. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I'll share that with you coming up next. If you want to weigh in on Thanksgiving, on the Bears, anything on your mind. I love this day. It's always very caller driven. And then Joniak's going to join the fun at five o'clock. Uh, it's always a lot of people's favorite part of the week when Joniak comes mm-hmm. in. It's sort of Jeff Joniak unplugged. It's not the same guy you get on game day. He's a different guy. 332-3776. Dion's in for Waddle on Waddle and Selby. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Want to take your phone calls? Thanksgiving, Bears, Justin Fields, and then uh, Joni X going to be in here at uh, 5 o'clock. You're a big Ohio State fan, too, aren't Huge. you? Mm-hmm. Deion Miller's in for Waddle. Did you see that Michigan fans, I don't know what the latest is, Michigan fans are trying to uh, boycott college game day? Why? They're trying to show the world that... Like, like they're making an impact about the cheating scandal. Okay, let me just tell you something, Michigan. The world doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ann Arbor cares, but the world does not. Okay. The world doesn't care about what? About the, just the, the, the scandal? Right. Or? I mean, they don't. And, and frankly, the world probably doesn't care about the game. But for Michigan and Ohio State fans, it's, you know, like, we can't. We don't know what to do with ourselves until we get to Saturday. I'm very nervous. I've been nervous the last couple of years. I hosted a big Christmas open house in 2021, 21, I think. And the game was on and I was so excited. And then Ohio State lost. And I was like, oh, I didn't want people here for that. <laughs> what, what, like, what is a Christmas open house? Oh, I just, I decided to, I invited, gosh, loads of friends from the neighborhood and I had a table full of food and i was like i'm decorating my tree come by let's kick off the holidays together tons of drinks tons of food just stop in and people would stay for like five minutes or they'd stay for like two hours and kids would play and wow it was way fun Mm, my, wow. uh, my wife and i have done that as well we uh had a cookie exchange we have oh great every family you know cook their own type of different cookie right around christmas mm-hmm. and then everybody brings a you know a plate full and then the kids can run around downstairs it's fun I enjoy stuff like that. I love having a house full of people. I, that that really? makes my heart sing. I love hosting. You don't think like people bring in a bunch of like uh, 
dirt and, and stuff. Like no. like all the kids with That's why I pay cleaning ladies. Spill stuff. I don't and, clean. I will tell yeah. you that. Um, no, I don't care. I think it's no. awesome. Oh, really? Okay. We did have some ornaments break that year. I remember see, like kids yeah. in the basement like stood on some boxes that had ornaments in them. There, there's the always like something that ultimately gets into our toilet. Like someone will put something into our toilet. <laughs> A toy gets stuck down there. You know, I'm calling the plumber then. Of course. You, you know, it's never easy. Kids are breaking yeah. stuff. I know, but I do. I love having people. I love, I love, love hosting. I love it. That's good. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Speaking of that, Jimmy Kimmel said, "I saw this. I don't know if it was this year or if this like just came back up because of the timeliness of Thanksgiving." He said, um, "When he was a kid, he disliked Thanksgiving because there are no gifts." And now that he's an adult, he loves Thanksgiving because, because there's, there's no, no gifts. gifts. Correct. That's why I love it, too. And that's what you're saying about no pressure. Yes. There's no real rush other than, you know, you got it's, it. There is a lot. I agree with what Tyler said for the people who are preparing the meal. Yes. Getting timing it out, preparing the bird, all that goes into um, getting everything ready for so many people. You want to make it a great meal for not just your family, but whoever else is coming Correct. over. Yes. You always want it to be a good meal. But the rush to get like gifts for oh, people it's, and the deadline and that goes I, with that. I have such an un- irrational pressure I put on myself to make sure that the gift that I give someone is the best gift they've ever gotten oh, for the rest really? of time. Like I always do that every year. Like it has to be unique and it has to be thoughtful. Oh my gosh, Dion, give them a gift card. It's fine. But I just feel like it has to have so much meaning behind it because I care about people. That's who I am. Yes, I'm just so do. loving are, and caring. You, you are but I do. I genuinely person. care so much about people, and I want to show them that. So giving gifts is part of my love language. Dion is very friendly. She's <laughs> one of the friendliest people I know. <laughs> I love doing the pregame with her. And it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, or I love who, it, too. Who, guys, who's on line five? There's no name next to it. I want to take well, this call. That's Abel in Shorewood. Abel, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Abel? Hey, Abel. Hey, early Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, you too. Love, li- love listening to you guys. Uh, you know, the one thing I got that we brought in Warren for a change. What has changed? Uh, Ibra Flew should have been fired, I don't know, five games ago. And it seems like the Bears are just going through the motion again. And we have Pittsburgh firing an offensive coordinator because they're, you know, they've been outgained every single game this year, and they still got a winning record. You know why? Because of the coaching, mm-hmm. the defense. You know, Iberflus, if you want to be a defensive coordinator, I'm fine with that. I think he's pretty he, – he's shown that he has done a, a pretty decent job. Mm-hmm. But as far as head coaching being in charge of the team, absolutely not. And I just don't know why uh, the Bears have not made a change if we're, you know – uh, evolving or, or changing what the Bears have been for the last 15, 10 years or whatever. I just don't understand that. Secondly, you know, uh, Fields is the quarterback for the Bears. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. He has shown to be a, a good, great runner, and he's starting to play at a level where I think that he played in uh, uh, Ohio State. He's coming along the offensive line like uh, you guys alluded to earlier was that finally the line is all healthy, coming, getting together, and they're playing pretty good. And I just hope that Iberflus will be gone sooner than later just for the simple fact that uh, they can 
you know, bring in somebody or just, just fill in somebody for right now. I just, I just can't stand that Iberflus is still the coach for the Bears. That's what my biggest well, right. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was just going to say, well, I don't, I, knowing the Bears track record, they're not going to make a change at this point in the season. I, I would be stunned by that. But, you know, to your point, the Steelers had never done that either. Right. And, and they, they decided to make that change because they're frustrated. But I agree with you about the, the difference in coach, like every player wants to play for Mike Tomlin. Did you see that in, on Twitter yesterday? There was a something going around. It's it, the players voted on the coach they'd most like to play for, and Tomlin ran away with it. And Eberflus didn't get a vote. And and so oh, that's course, just interesting. Yeah. You know, of course it's just, not. He's yeah. not going to. Abel, I would just say that there's a big difference between when Mike Tomlin's still steering the ship and you're firing the the uh, offensive coordinator, which, by the way, should have been fired even before the season started. If you talk to most Steeler fans, it's what they were most upset about. Um, he still can steer the ship. The problem with the Bears is if Eberflus leaves, uh, there are still guys who are developing here. And Tyreek Stevenson, you could see his progress. You can see guys who have progressed and developed the two tackles. Dexter is coming off of his better, his best game. I don't really think, other than getting your pound of flesh, that you're really doing anything beneficial by getting rid of Eberflus. Now, like I said earlier, I did write a column today. The day the season ends, they must dismiss him. And, mm-hmm. and they must know who they're starting their coaching search with immediately. That's got to be working behind the scenes now. But I really, like, Luke Getze's going to be your interim coach, and then who's calling defenses? Right. They're already down. Da- they don't have a coordinator. They've already been down. They're already down they're coaches. They're down I just... coaches. I, I think that this would only ruin the, the situation for the right. players in place. I understand that. Then, then why didn't they hire a, dec- a defensive coordinator during the season when they did uh, fire uh, um, the DC? I the, don't think anybody the- wants anybody who is worth something. They did hire this guy who used to be the coordinator in Carolina. That's no one is coming to Matt Eberflus's staff who's any good because they know that he's going to get fired. Yeah. Why take a job? It. Why get a residence when they know in twelve games mm-hmm. or whatever that he's getting right. fired? That's exactly why they didn't do that. That game at Detroit was that that was the that was the what broke the camel's back. That right there was absolutely the most. God, that one hurt so much, and I just I don't blame was, you. You know, but it, it is what it is. Hope you, yeah. hopefully uh, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. You too, Abel. A lot of food and a lot of drinks. <laughs> uh, have you ever talked to Mo in Frankfurt before? Has he called you so. and uh, Peggy? I don't you think and Peggy. So. This is going to be an experience for you. <laughs> Mo in Mo in Frankfurt. <laughs> Mo in Frankfurt. Have you started your uh, drinking on this uh, Wednesday? No, not yet, but um, it is very, you know, just when, what do you call it, Black Wednesday or something like that? Blackout yeah. Wednesday. Yes, sir. But um, I wanted to, you know, let's get away from the sports for a second because I do sports all the time. I'm with IMS. I'm doing broadcasting right now, and, uh, you know, it's fun. And I can't believe how you guys can deal with it because you guys – I like pros, you know what I mean? And uh, Give us Dion, an example. Say, give us, Mo, give us an example of something you've learned. Like, can you give us a little of your play-by-play or maybe, like, if you were hosting a show, what you've learned over at the Illinois School for Broadcasting? Yeah, like uh, the intros, the outros, the sleepers. Give me an intro. Get intro the Waddle and Sylvie show. Hey, how about this? I'll do this right now. Uh, and, and don't 
you know, don't don't judge me, but I'm be like this. Hey, this is Mo on ESPN 1000 Chicago, home of the Bears, home of the White Sox. Listen, kind of like something like that. I but, like you know, it. Okay, you could tell you've been you've been picking up some pointers. Good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I've been going downtown. I've been going walking past your studios uh, every day. Uh, uh, across the street from the Chicago theater, like all that stuff. Like, yes. Do you, you wave know, to my, us when you walk by, dude? I do sometimes. You know, I brought some food sometimes, but you know, who'd you bring? Um, who'd you bring food to? I brought food for Black and Abdullah once, but they did. They they, they they said they were full. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a night guy, and, that, and that's what kind of sucks because my classes are at night. You know, my classes are from like oh, six gosh, to nine. I wasn't ready. Think, Mo, we're full. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. We're full. But anyways, let's talk about this Thanksgiving yeah, thing. I love it. I okay. love this topic okay. because I love Thanksgiving. I, I love Fourth of July the best, but Thanksgiving was second favorite because of the fact that I'm the guy that has to make the turkey. And I do the Gordon Ramsay turkey with the bacon on top. And, uh, oh, yeah, and you fill it up with apples and onions and garlic, and, and, and everything comes out perfect. I love that part. I love cooking. You know, the mm-hmm. part that I hate about Thanksgiving is the cleanup. You have to clean everything. I, 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 you're talking about dishes. You're talking about uh, garbage and all that stuff. That's the only thing I don't like. Eh, I, I leave that to my wife. Oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, Dion, oh my God, you can't just throw no, that. At you. You're what? the cooker. You're, if you're cooking, you need to help clean up. Yeah, after I eat all that food, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm watching football. <laughs> oh, but here's the thing, Mo. Dion. Yeah. Um, Dion. Yes. Uh, my wife loves you. Oh, okay. She bless she, her. she 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 never listens to sports radio. Okay, and she kind of gets annoyed with me because I'm always on ESPN and listening all the time, right? Is she Shout by you now? Dion and Peggy on Saturday mornings, she puts it on, and yes. she I loves love her. Well, thank you. Please tell her thank you. Is that she is by? Awesome. Is she by you right now? She is. You want me to go? Yeah, but put her on. Put her on. Put her on. Put on Mo's wife. Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Here you go. All right. So you guys know that I'm married. Um. <laughs> We believe Hello, you. Hello, this is Mo's wife. <laughs> Hi. Come here. Yes. So great. Is no, that's yelling? the kid. Oh. Say hi. This is Dion. Hi. Hi. There. How are you? Happy How Thanksgiving. You? Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So does Mo do all your show? Well, all bless the time. you. Bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, Mo says he does all the Thanksgiving cooking. Is that correct? For the most part, yes, he does. Wow. Can you tell he him this? He is a great cook. He is. Okay. You, what, what's your name, first of all? My name is Gina. However, Gina. I do all the cleaning, though. Well, with <laughs> Gina, that has to stop. Yes. You Gina. have to, Gina, 
with all you put up with Mo, and we put up with a lot from Mo too. Lord <laughs> knows, yeah, Lord knows what you have to put up from Mo. You tell him that he cleans up too. Like wh- whether will. you want to help out because he's cooking, that's fine. But there's no True. way that he should just get to lay on the couch after cooking, and he should not chip in on the cleanup. You do not yes. handle all the cleanup yourself. I appreciate that. Thank you. You tell him that. We'll support you in this. What's up? Did he tell you we're hosting as well? You are hosting. How many people? 25. Oh, my gosh. You're not cleaning up after 25 people. No, no, Gina, no. I actually don't hate the cleanup. I would come help you if I could. No, 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 no. I could never. (laughs) She's out of Thank you, though. I appreciate the offer. Well, I just want to support you. Well, thank have a happy you. Thanksgiving, Gina, okay? Happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. Happy how does Thanksgiving. I don't know how you did it. She's delightful, I, Mo. I, I, I Mo, so yeah. much I, more fun than Mo. <laughs> okay. I, I got to tell you, I don't know how Mo did it. Mo, I, like, Mo, that, I never would have thought that that's how your wife would have sounded. Like, uh, you, you really outkicked your coverage. Take it from someone who knows about outkicking their coverage. You outkicked your coverage. I can't even kick... <laughs> I'm uh, hey, we gotta man, run. I, hey, listen, you guys are awesome today, and I love you guys, and happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, next uh, remote that you guys do. Okay, awesome. We're Mo. full. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. I vehemently disagree with both you two. Yeah, but same the here. Okay, let's debate this coming up. What, next. what are we? Let's, we'll okay. debate oh, about next. the cleaning and the cooking. Yeah, okay, good. I want to hear Meller. Oh, good lord! Hey, leave okay. it to leave, leave it to Archie <laughs> Meller over there. Uh, it's coming up next on ESPN One Thousand. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD Two FM. Listen now on ESPN One Thousand. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I think it's just a lot of gobble gobble turkey, you know. Where's where gobble gobble turkey? Just gobble 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 turkey from Jive Turkey Gobblers, you know. It's uh, it's just that paints a pretty good picture. <laughs> One of my favorite Jim Harbaugh quotes ever. It's when he was with the Niners, wasn't it, Meller? Yes, with uh, Jim Schwartz, right? Wasn't that part of the exchange? No, I thought that was just, this one was just about, I thought, Thanksgiving. The other one was the slap-grab handshake with Jim Schwartz. That's true, mate. Yes, I'm getting my Harbaugh-isms confused. You're correct, silly. (laughs) So weird. He would be so much fun, though, to cover. I don't, I don't know. No, you and like, know, come on, you cover Matt Eberflus every day. When I was guy in her speaking, right? It now. is a little bit. When I was in San Diego, he was at the Jim Harbaugh was at the University of San Diego. Did you cover him though? I did. Mm-hmm. did were you Minorly. really covering the University of San Diego? We were. Football? We were because they were winning. They would. They run the table. Mm-hmm. What division were they? Harbaugh was coaching, so you know they were winning. <laughs> Yes, Shut good up, point, Miller. Miller. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just get through Saturday, and then I'll make my determination of things. Uh, I don't remember what division they were in, but we did. We covered them because they would. I remember interviewing him and stuff. How long were you in San Diego? A minute and a half, like one year. It's the first time I Boy, ever got that, laid that's off. That's too short. Oh, you got laid I off did. there. Can oh, you believe that? That's I was a problem. Just no. kidding. I wasn't. Oh, really? a problem. <laughs> just kidding. It was they. Uh, 
made some like they brought in a new news director and she brought yeah, her own people in. It was worst. one of those. The worst. But it was, turned out town. to be an awesome blessing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was glad that I didn't stay uh, there. All right. Deanne uh, was the only reporter in town who was not covering Jim Harbaugh and having glowing re- uh, reports on <laughs> Right. They got her out. <laughs> Where, did you come to Chicago then after that? No. After that, I went to Florida for a little bit, uh, back to my hometown and freelanced there. And then I went to Ohio. <laughs> Oh, see it all. Florida and Ohio is my in my blood, and then I was in Columbus for six years. Oh, okay. All and right. then I came here. Nice. Um, all right. So go, go ahead, plead your case. We were just having a discussion about Mo said that uh, he, he cooks, so his wife has to do all the cleanup, and I said no. That Mo still has to help with the cleanup. Yes. Absolutely not. The fair game. Listen, my wife. Oftentimes we will host Thanksgiving this year. We're not, but oftentimes we're doing Christmas this year. But a lot of times we'll do Thanksgiving. Sometimes we'll do both holidays. She does most of the cooking. She's an excellent cook, and I. You know what I do? I do all the cleanup. And I do not ask her to step in because I know how stressful of a job it is to do the cooking throughout the day. And the last thing she wants to do after doing all that and, you know, uh, playing a great hospitable host is the last thing she wants to do is worry about cleanup. So I step in and I do all the cleanup. And I think if you ask someone who just did all the cooking to do the cleanup as well, that is selfish. Now, do you do that on like Tuesday after dinner too, or I just do. on Thanksgiving? I do, Dion. Look at you, Jeff Miller. I do. I do all, and the nights that I cook, she steps in and does the cleanup. It's just you know quid pro quo. <laughs> should okay. I pull? Should I pull this question? Yes. That if you do the cooking on Thanksgiving, are you now not responsible? Not obligated for, for cleanup. For cleanup. And here's yeah, the thing: I, I will say it depends on cooking, right? If you're doing one dish. And it's like a potluck. Then no, you're not. You're not excused from doing cleanup. But if you're basically doing handling all the, cooking, all the yeah. meal, I think yeah, you get the. Okay. To, to That's sit how out. I'll phrase. If you're doing all the cooking okay. on Thanksgiving, are you resp- are you obligated? Is that to, what? You, yeah, I, are you to do so any cleanup? Absolved from cleanup. Are right? you absolved from cleanup if you do all the cooking? Okay, I'll put that up there. We'll ask Joniak. Do you want to ask a Joniak anything? Um, this is one of the things that we look forward to. Uh, Joniak unplugged, really, um, and he always brings uh, lots of Bears knowledge. But we get him a little looser now. If you want to talk to him about anything, ask him a Bears question, a broadcast question, 312-332-3776. We could take some calls with Joniak. Mm-hmm. Dion's in for Waddle. It's Waddle and Sylvie. We're live at Hallis Hall.